Welcome to Gaia's Love, a podcast of brief messages to help humanity bridge the gap to the new earth. My name is Vivian Gerard. It is my delight to be a scribe for consciousness today, sharing the wisdom that flows through from source. Here we go. Episode 81. It is Wednesday today, October 31st, which here in the United States means it's Halloween. It is trick-or-treat night. The weather report in Cincinnati, it's gorgeous right now, like sunny and warm. I think it's in the 60s today, but the rain is coming in just in time for all of our little trick-or-treaters, which is a bummer. So of course, of course today we have to talk about trick-or-treat because that is the collective energy of what is happening, at least in the area I live. But what's, um, what's interesting or fascinating to me is always how there's duality and um, so much of my own journey and for everyone else's journey too. When I grew up, we lived overseas and Halloween was not I didn't even know about Halloween. It wasn't even on the radar. We didn't have the internet and TV was very limited. We didn't have lots of shows to see what Americans do on Halloween. So I didn't get it at all. And we moved here when I was 11. So sixth grade, we moved here in the summer and then we had our first Halloween that fall. I thought it was the best holiday ever. (laughs) Like you walk around to people's houses and get candy. I mean, what, what is this holiday? <laughs> and all you have to do is dress up and put on some clothes. I've been denied. I've <laughs> been denied my whole life. <laughs> it was so much fun. And we were probably on the tail end of, you know, when you're supposed to be going out trick-or-treating. It's really intended for little children, not for sixth graders. But we did it, I think, all the way up until ninth grade. I kept going out and we would run as fast as we could with pillowcases from door to door. <laughs> Just trying to get as much candy as possible. But this morning when I was out running, you know, some of the kids were getting ready to get on the bus with their costumes on. And you can just feel the innocence and the excitement and the the silliness of it. You know, like we get to dress up and we get candy. Like (laughs) what could possibly be bad about this Halloween idea? And and it is just... um, It's just a fun space, a fun day, or I believe that's the intention of it. So I'm not, I'm not going to trash Halloween. I'm sitting with the curiosity of the trick-or-treat idea. So I Googled it when I got home. I'm like, where did this even start? (laughs) You know, when you're a kid, you don't care where it started. You just want to know that it's going to continue and that you can have lots of candy. You don't really care about any of the traditions. I remember being irritated that I had to put on a costume. I was like, really? You can't just go get the candy? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So when I got home and I was reading about it, and you can do a Google search and, you know, get all the history, but it actually dates all the way back from what people have put together, historians have put together. It dates back to 2,000 years ago when the Celtic 
communities in Ireland, the United Kingdom, would celebrate their new year on November 1st. And that was usually when they would be going into winter and it would be cold and there would be more illness and more people would die and there would be a shortage of food. And so the night before the new year on November 1st, they would have this big feast and they'd have bonfires and they'd wear costumes and masks and they'd ward off all of the evil ghosts and the, the bad energies that would take from them in the winter. And then they would light their fires from the bonfire and that would be the fire that would burn all year until the spring came again. I think that is such a, a cool tradition, you know, that the energy of Halloween starts from that, like a celebration of the abundance and a preparation for going into winter. Because typically here in the Midwest, that is what Halloween signif signals or, you know, signifies for people is that we're moving into winter. It's like the last of the warm nights where maybe you can get out to trick-or-treat before it's going to be really cold. And then the history goes through, you know, how religion came in through um, All Saints, All Souls Night. And um, there's a whole long tradition that you can read about. And it eventually came over to the United States and morphed into more of a community gathering event where the villages, the communities would offer children treats in exchange for them not doing any tricks to their houses, <laughs> which I don't know if I quite ever got that that's why people say trick or treat. I thought it was the kids are going to get a trick. <laughs> you know, you go to the door and you're like, are you going to give me a trick or are you going to give me a treat? <laughs> but it's really you offer <laughs> the person who's giving you the candy the choice. Are you going to get a trick or are you going to give me a treat? I mean, really, it's so funny when you think about it. <laughs> and so it just talks about how communities would support um, this sort of wandering from home to home and everyone talking to each other and getting to see each other because it really is one of the few times, I believe, here in the States where neighbors go around and see other neighbors and talk to other neighbors and children get to see other parents at other homes. <laughs> You know, it really is a beautiful tradition of everyone getting outside and talking and sharing and dressing up. And when uh, my children were little, we we did trick or treating every year, and it was such an event. It was so much fun for them. They were so excited to put their costume on, and they would anxiously be waiting until six o'clock. <laughs> and then we would be the first ones out. And <laughs> we'd usually have to give our neighbors our candy because both my husband and I would want to walk with the kids and see their excitement. And Oh, it's just such a festive um, fun. It's such a fun night when children are little and you can see the innocence of it, the purity of it. You know, they're just, they're just having fun getting candy put in a bag. <laughs> what could possibly be wrong about that? <laughs> uh, so what I have pondered as I've sort of sat with the energy of all of this today, <laughs> so many thoughts moving through, what I've pondered is just the phrase trick or treat. You know, when, when we're children, it's said very innocently, like, you know, just for fun. And we know we're getting a treat. <laughs> so we just say it to please the adults and to say it because it's a tradition. But we know we're going to get the candy. <laughs> so what's the problem? You know, and when we're 
when we're getting older, um, sometimes it's said with a little more sarcasm or a little more, um, what would the word be? Expecting the trick, you know, a little more cynicism. Like trick or treat, oh yeah, I know I'm gonna get the trick. Like there aren't any treats. We tend to lose that trust that it's going to always be good, that there's always going to be candy. There's always gonna be someone smiling at us on the other side of the door and putting something good into our pillowcase. We start to become more cynical and lose some of that delight and joy. And I was just reflecting on that, you know, in my meditation time. It's, it's so symbolic of the innocence of childhood being left behind and you step into the journey of being an adult and we become more hardened and more um, tolerant of the tricks, you know, more less able to believe in the fun and the purity of life. And so perhaps that's why trick-or-treat night is also so much fun for adults. We are reminded, again, that life can be silly and it can just be about getting candy and we can just be irreverent and funny and dress up and not, not have all of the weight, the heaviness of the human journey on our shoulders. It's a little bit like going to Disney World. Oh, it's not even close. <laughs> it's not even close to going to Disney World. <laughs> but the concept is similar. You know, when, when we, and I've only gone once with my children. They've gone several times with their dad, and it's just their happy place. You know, when you, when you arrive in Disney World and everything is, it's a dream come true. And if it doesn't come true right away, we're going to figure out how to make it come true for you. <laughs> like, it is this place where everyone expresses their wishes and expects them to be met. And we return back to that innocence of childhood and play. And the only thing you're supposed to do is enjoy yourself. You're not supposed to work while you're there. You're supposed to just have fun. And, you know, it is a, an alternate reality, perhaps, for many adults and for children. It's hard to find, well, maybe I'll say this and now there'll be lots of adults, but I believe it's hard to find an adult who doesn't also love Disney World as much as the children. It really is a place of play. And I believe on Halloween we just tap into some of that magic and delight and the mystery of it all. We, we tap into that and it can just be fun. It can just be a fun night. So, yeah, just items to ponder on Halloween. Reflections, and then you can take them and reflect more on your own. When I was thinking of the title, what, what it kept coming forward was treat. Like, <laughs> I don't like the tricks. I just want the treats. <laughs> so, treat please. No trick or treat, just treat. So that's the title of of the podcast yeah and then perhaps you enjoy the tricks or perhaps you enjoy the contrast of the tricks or the treats awareness is um, such a powerful 
gateway to change. And so allow the everyday events and activities, silly things like getting candy in a pillowcase or watching children dress up in costumes or watching children say trick or treat. Allow all of that to give you more information about how you show up in your journey and the ways you navigate your relationships and your choices and yeah allow the awareness to guide you Thank you for tuning in to today's vibration. Let's take this message of pure love out into all of our communities and continue expanding love here on Gaia. So much love from my heart to yours.